Welcome to Holloman's Corner, where we share our raw truths. Welcome to another episode of Holloman's Corner. We got a good one. It's going to be good. Yes, about- it is. We about to get it in with the Hollomans. I am Sophia. And I am Joey. So there were some unforeseen events that happened last night. Basically. W- which prompted this episode. It was funny. I mean, it wasn't funny. <laughs> but thinking back on it, it it's kind of funny. So uh, we are going to be talking about the world's dumbest criminals. With a capital D. Capital D. <laughs> a big old D. Oh my God. Seriously? <laughs> okay, so just to let you know, one of these dumbest criminals is not actually a criminal and kind of dumb only because 16. But we'll get to that at the end of the show. If, if, it, if it was a crime, it would be dumb. <laughs> Technically, it's a crime when you are a parent. Under this roof? Yes. It's a crime. Yes. 100%. You ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> wait until you hear the last two stories of the episode. You guys are going to be floored. We've got a list of the world's dumbest criminals. I'm going to start off with one of the dumbest. She's pretty dumb. <laughs> so, Chastity Eugenia Hobson, right? Uh-huh. Of Texas, right? Okay. So, the Granite Shoals Police Department had put a Facebook post out, right? Just to see if they could try and catch some dumb criminals people buying and selling drugs right they put a fake facebook post out there saying that there was some heroin and some meth and it was tainted with ebola i thought you could only get that like bodily fluids inhaling it uh... right that's that's why they uh that's why these people are dumb Okay, so, moving on. So, uh, what happened was Chastity had bought some meth, and being the upstanding citizen that she is, she thought maybe she had purchased some Ebola tainted meth. <laughs> <laughs> so, she went to the Shoals Police Department in Texas. She did. Of course, she did. Drugs in hand. Hey, Mr. Officer, I think I have some uh, Ebola tainted meth, methamphetamine. I'm going to turn it in because I'm a great citizen of this United States. So wait a minute. Did they ask her what was her? Okay, so I'm kind of confused. Was the question at hand, did she have or was she using or trying to distribute the drugs? Not did she have, but was she using or trying to distribute? She was using. But were they aware of that? Yeah, uh, they locked her dumb ass up. (laughs) Yeah. Oh my God, cheese and rice. Oh, people. people so Hobson people. was charged. Hobson was charged with possession of less than one gram of a controlled substance. So every year in the news, a few times a month around the United States, somebody will pick up a newspaper. Actually, not even newspapers don't exist anymore. But technically, they do. Well, pa- the paper news news articles don't exist. But you get all your, you know, everything's right on your phone, right? True. So. More times than often, when you see some kind of dumb criminal, you know where it's from? Florida. (laughs) There's literally a term out there called Florida Man. Every time you hear some kind of dumb criminal, it's like, Florida Man was arrested for blah, blah, blah. Florida Man was arrested for punching an alligator in the face. Florida Man was arrested for trying to ride a flamingo. Oh, wait. Florida Man 
was arrested for eating the other Florida man's face. Remember the guy that was high off of bath salts that did that? Florida man. (laughs) (laughs) Who is this Florida man? Yeah, so uh, Floridian man Mac Yearwood was wanted in connection with an assault that took place over a Labor Day weekend back in 2016. The cops in uh, Stewart, Florida, north it's just north of Miami, they used his Facebook post to track him down because he took the wanted poster from the police department's website and and Facebook and used that as his Facebook profile no, he picture. No, he did not. He did. Are you freaking kidding me (laughs) yeah you know what that was that was his 15 minutes of fame he said hold on i got the best picture to put up here profile shot in the house right here let's go he couldn't get any other uh professional pictures done so that was (laughs) yeah he's like that was that was his sears photo he's like you know what i I probably could (laughs) have never afford a photographer uh let me go ahead and just use this one honestly it's kind of cool though I think that's kind of cool. I do not. I think it's kind of dumb. <laughs> if you really think about it, that's some gangster shit. Facts. Mac, if, you, if you're listening to this, I hope you use that Facebook profile forever. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what your sentence was, but hopefully you're out of jail and just, just use it. Just run with it. But... <laughs> Something wrong with you. <laughs> okay, so when you think of a criminal, right? Right. Or a burglar. Yeah. For instance, what do you think they look like? Like, what what would their costume be? I would think that their costume would be like your normal robber person, you know, with the whole face pulled over, dressed in black. You know, most people with brains use gloves, so, you know. Yeah, like. Cover up. Like, so nobody can tell who you are. Like the hamburger. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's purple, so you could pretty much figure out who that is unless it's somebody thinks he's a freaking teletubby or a barney it could have been you know what i mean <laughs> don't want to do no profiling around here <laughs> two guys joey miller and matthew mcneely they decided we're going to break into this apartment building right we're going to wear disguises guess what this disguise was what it wasn't any kind of clothing it wasn't a mask they decided to bring a sharpie with them and paint their faces no. with the sharpies <laughs> Yeah. Who, yep. who are they? Were they Ross and Rachel? <laughs> <laughs> I know you guys saw that episode where Ross was a cat and Rachel had a mustache. Yeah. She had like a goatee. <laughs> <laughs> Needless to say, after the burglary happened, they got pulled over and they were immediately recognized. <laughs> <laughs> no, sir, it wasn't me. I used purple Sharpie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that was that was a pretty dumb one. Freaking Sharpie. What's wrong with these people? Couldn't uh, they at least added a hat? Say. <laughs> <laughs> this one uh, comes out of Brazil. It came from two gentlemen who thought they kind of understand technology. And I'll explain a little bit of this technology after I read this story, right? Okay. So another time, two bank robbers break into a bank. Typical. They, they wear a disguise, but not for the reason that you would think they would wear a disguise. So they wrap themselves in tinfoil. <laughs> Did they, <laughs> they think they were from outer space? They may have. They I don't know. Extraterrestrial so, bank robbers. <laughs> what these two bank robbers thought was, you ever seen the movies? Like, Do you remember uh, Mission Impossible, right? Yes. 
So remember the scene when there was all these laser beams pointed everywhere and they couldn't break the laser beams or, or the, they would set off an alarm? Yeah. They thought that wearing the tinfoil would reflect <laughs> the laser beam. <laughs> quote, unquote, laser beam. Lasers. Wait a minute. They obviously never used the microwave and put a piece of tinfoil in a microwave before. That probably would have been smarter <laughs> than this. Absolutely would have been smarter. Essentially, I'm going to explain the, the, the technology, right? There's photo eyes, right? Mm-hmm. They, they emit ultraviolet light, right? And as soon as that light is broken, it'll send a signal back to a PLC, which will either set off an alarm or a silent alarm or whatever the, whatever, whatever the case may be. Whatever the technology. Yeah, whatever yeah. they decide they're using. Right. So they thought using this tinfoil would reflect that, but needless to say, that's not how that technology works, <laughs> which is what they found out and when they got booked. So what actually happened, for those of us who don't know the ins and outs of the technology, how did they get caught? Was it a sensor that got set off from... Yeah, so they they, they, uh, they broke the photo eye. And when I say break, they broke the ultraviolet light mm-hmm. that it emits to a, to a signal. <laughs> So oh they broke gosh. that, and the alarm went off. Wow. Okay. Uh, no. Stupid. Nope. Sorry. Scratch that. Dumb. <laughs> yeah. Very dumb. So this next one, guess what? Florida man. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We got another one. Got another one. Uh, so oh. this guy named Christopher Crone, he made every single attempt to try to rob this restaurant. Wait, the same restaurant? This one restaurant. Oh, cheese and rice. Oh, Lord have Yep, mercy. finally got him. They kept, they kept catching him on surveillance, trying to attempt to get in previously. So this time, he gets in, right? Again, the alarm goes off inside, right? Pause. So you have surveillance of this man attempting to get in on numerous occasions. He's never getting in trouble for attempted he bur- never got burglary. In. He never got in. They never caught him at that point in time. So... This one time he gets in, right? Right. The ADT alarm people. Mm-hmm. When when a silent alarm goes off, they call the house or business or whoever has their service, and this dumbass answers the phone. <laughs> this dumbass <laughs> answers the phone. No. <laughs> Not only does he answer the phone, he gives them his real name. Okay. Ring, ring, ring. Hello. Uh, just checking to see if everything's okay. Yeah, everything's fine here. I'm just trying to steal some money out of the register. Oh, really, sir? What's your name? Oh, David. Yeah. <laughs> like, what? That's it. Like, That's a hypothetical name, by the way. I don't, I didn't. Christopher. Okay. <laughs> Christopher Cron. Wait, wait, Christopher Cron. Crime or Cron? Cron. Might, oh, it, it's very close to crime, you well, know. Well, yeah, I mean, <laughs> might as well have been Christopher Crime, but it's Crone with a K. Okay, so this next one, right? 18-year-old Ruben Zarate wanted to rob a muffler shop in Chicago, so he goes to this muffler shop, goes in, demands money, and unfortunately, all the money was in a safe. All the employees there say, hey, we, we can't give you any money, all the money is in the safe the manager is the only person that can get into the safe right mm-hmm. 
I'm really confused why he decided to rob a muffler shop. Maybe business was booming. I don't know. <laughs> However, <laughs> you know what he decides to do? What? I'm going to reenact this. All right. You, okay. you be the employee. Okay. I'll be Ruben Zarate. Zarate. I don't know if I'm pronouncing. I'm probably going to butcher some of these names. Doesn't matter. Hey, uh, give me all your money. We don't have any money. Give me all your money. It's all in the safe. Let, open the safe. But the manager is the only one that has the, the code to the safe. Where's the manager? I don't know. He's Go not get here. Him. He's not here. What do you want me to do? Here. Here's my phone number. Uh, <laughs> when he comes here, you call me. <laughs> no fucking way. <laughs> that's, that's what happened. Are you kidding That's what happened. <laughs> yep. I don't know, but you know, you know, these muffler places, you got to make an appointment to get your car service. I guess you got to get an appointment too for an armed robbery as well. So, oh my gosh, what is wrong with people? All right, this next one's a pretty dumb one too, as well. Um, well we are reading America's dumbest criminals. <laughs> yeah, we both have iPhones, right? Yes. So, Usually when we take pictures, right, you know, they get stored in our phone and then they get stored to the iCloud, right? Yeah. These two guys in Houston rob somebody for their iPad. They get the iPad, they take off, get away scot-free, right? Mm -hmm. So they think. Most of those things have, uh, you know, find my iPad, find my phone. Yeah, right. They get away and these two start taking selfies. Not only do they take selfies, but they don't know that these <laughs> selfies are getting uploaded to the owner's <laughs> iCloud. <laughs> Boom. Caught. <laughs> yeah, because they have a location on them, too. I get notifications. Oh, you traveled here. Oh, you went this place. Google does that, too. Yeah. Do you know what the selfies were of? What? They were of themselves and the money that they stole oh. from the owner. Oh, goodness. Yeah. Not a, not very smart. <laughs> not very smart criminals, like, at all. Like... Like, usually when you think of, like, bank robbers and bank heists and stuff, like, I relate to, like, bank heist movies where, right. like, where there's, like, a team of people. And You're all somebody smart. You got just, your, your tech guy. You got your lookout. You got your, you know, unlocking person. Yeah, then, then you got your, like, the brute, like, yeah. that guy. No, like, people are stupid. <laughs> like, people are dumb. Like, they're not, they're very dumb. Okay, our next one, I hope I pronounce this lady's first name correctly, but probably not. It's Eoys Reeves. Reeves. What? Eoys Reeves. Miss Reeves. We just gonna Okay, so Miss Reeves, Reeves mm -hmm. she decided that she was not okay with a recent purchase that she had just made. Do you think it was a car? Maybe she thought she, like, it was a lemon. She was sold a lemon. No. She thought she was sold bad crack cocaine. No, not another drug one. You know what? Drugs are bad. <laughs> oh, yeah. Drugs they're... do not make you smarter. <laughs> no, they, they make you dumb. They make you do something like Miss Reeves does. Do you know what she did? What she did. So she thought she had bad crack. So she thought, you know, the law is for, the law is there to protect and serve, right? Right. So she thought, hey, I need, I need that right now. I need to be protected and served. I'm going to. Call the police and let them know, hey, 
these people aren't selling a good product. <laughs> <laughs> They're not selling. No. <laughs> the, I would assume that when she went to the police department and like, hey, here's the bad crack. The only way that she must have been under the influence of crack before she went in order to know that that crack was no good, she had to try it. Right. Because if I had crack, I'm not, that's the last place I'm going to is the police department. <laughs> hey, I found this. I found this crack. I don't think it's any good. Take this crack for me. What is wrong with people? Oh. I can imagine a police officer's face when, you know, they got the call or she showed up at the police station. I could just imagine the face that they were giving her as she sat there explaining why the crack was bad and how she knew and why she was reporting it. Yeah, it, is, it gets worse. Um, it wasn't in her purse. It wasn't in her pocket. It was tucked away in her mouth when she gave it to you the police what? officer. You know what? I'm over this one. Next. <laughs> <laughs> You ever hear of the term stolen valor? No. So stolen valor is like, say, I've I've never been in the military, right? Right. Your father has. Yeah. Say one day I find your father's old army uniform, right? Yes. And I put it on. Why? And to claim that I've, I'm in the army. That's stolen valor. Saying that I served in the military. Uh-huh. Telling other citizens that, that's stolen valor. That's messed up. It is. Absolutely. You know what else people do? What? Uh, they wear police uniforms. You know what else they do? What? They wear police uniforms and get in fake cruisers. Do you know what else they do? What? They pull over people. One of these people happened to be an off-duty police officer. <laughs> <laughs> so this guy in Dumfries, Virginia... Tried to pull over an off-duty police officer. He saw Lesby cops one too many times. Did you see that one? I didn't. Babe, you gotta watch that one. That's, that, that's on our list. Lesby cops is hilarious. It's basically about the same thing. It's about this guy. He's you know going to his, his high school reunion. And he's you know not in the best place for his career. So he actually his friend is a gamer you know he play, he's developing this game system so the game system has police officers and part of his proposal is to dress up in a cop uniform so they think that there's party that they're going to is costume party so they put the police officer uniforms on and they're walking down the street he's getting all the attention all the kinds of respect that comes with being a cop and uh long story short he takes it too far he went and got himself a cruiser he was going on calls on police cars using his scanner. He printed out decals to put on the car, got the, the sirens, everything. And, you know, the, it just goes downhill from there. <laughs> that, that, that's insane. So once he pulls this cop over, the cop quickly informs him that, hey, I'm a real cop. You're not a real cop. So the impersonator decides to run. But he got caught. After he got into his fake police uniform, got into his fake cruiser, Pulled over a real cop, then he got caught, then he was hauled off to a real prison. <laughs> <laughs> so th this next one is pretty dumb. Uh, this one's coming out of Kentucky. This Kentucky woman, uh, unnamed, 
she goes to an event with her son. It's an event called Shop with a Cop. This cop takes you around and shops with you. And uh, she takes her son there. While her son is shopping with a cop, the mother's doing. What is she doing? Shoplifting. <laughs> at, at, at a police event. Are you kidding me? No, I'm not kidding you. Like, she said, listen, we're going to do this right. Ain't nobody going to think I'm stealing. Look at all these police officers around here. Like, come on. Boom. Caught. You know what? She probably thought that was the best time to steal because she thought that there were so many police around that nobody thought she would be stupid enough. Nope. Dumb enough to do that. Yes. Yeah, uh, she was pretty dumb. Absolutely. <laughs> she's pretty dumb. But I don't think she's dumber than this next guy. All right, let's let's go. What's 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 this new guy? Demetrius okay. Robinson, right? Decides that he's gonna try and rob a store called the Golden Pantry. Late night, he's there. He wanted to wait until one of the clerks was alone by himself, right? Place gets a little busy from time to time, so he was waiting for like a little lull in their busy times. He while he was waiting, he decided, hey, how can I not look suspicious in here while I'm just standing around? You know what he does? What? He asked them for a job application. Let's be suspicious, baby. Let's <laughs> be suspicious. Let's be suspicious, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what makes him even dumber? What? He put his real name on a job application. Oh, my. What is wrong with these people? You know who one of his references were? Who? His very real uncle. Please look. <laughs> <laughs> put his name... His number, everything. Needless to say, the Golden Pantry thought that he wouldn't be a good fit for that position. <laughs> <laughs> he did not get the job. This one's very interesting. Very interesting topic here. They all been pretty um, interesting. So just like one of our previous guys, right? Mm -hmm. Andrew Libby decided he was going to impersonate a police officer. Another one. Yeah, but not to pull over people this time. Andrew Libby goes to an adult entertainment store. Mm -hmm. He goes in there mm -hmm. and demands for magazines, movies, anything with any kind of pornography on it, right? And a pack of Bubblicious and some <laughs> Skittles. <laughs> Do you know what he told these store employees? So in order for Andrew Libby to get his hands on this porn, right? Mm -hmm. he, he needed this porn. He got to see it, right? You know why? Why? He told them that he needed to check to see if those girls were over 18. <laughs> you know what? He was a concerned citizen. Yeah, he's just, <laughs> you know, you know, we don't need those underage girls in, in the movies. So he's Not like, at all. he told them that that was his job. Like, hey, I'm Andrew Libby, porn inspector. <laughs> I'm, I'm here to inspect your porn. See if your porn's up to code. He's FBI. He's a female body investigator. <laughs> He's an FBI. I'm a federal porn investigator. <laughs> <laughs> this one's a little funny. An Ohio man called 911 repeatedly. Kept telling him he's going to harm himself. You know, you get a call. 911 gets a call like that. You know, I, absolutely. They should go out there and make sure the guy's okay. You, you know, we don't want people to harm themselves. You know, suicide's an insane thing to do. People go through stuff, right? Exactly. They take that stuff seriously. Do you know why he said he wants to harm himself? Why? 
because his pet pig, Millie, his pet pig, Millie, mm-hmm. ate his weed. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, there's a long pause because I'm trying to process this. Take it in. Take, it in. <laughs> Take a minute. I'm trying to process. His pet pig ate his... Drugs are bad. Say no to drugs. They teach you this in school. There's such things called dare programs, for goodness sake. Good for the pig, though. You know what I mean? <laughs> guy was insane. Maybe like he was gonna. Maybe the guy was gonna eat the weed, and then he maybe might have ate the pig too. Who know? Who know? What? That was Wilbur. He was looking out. Charlotte said, "Go help your boy out and eat that weed, so he don't be messing around with that weed. Go help him get clean." Charlotte and Wilbur had that plan. <laughs> <laughs> this next one also contains some marijuana in it. So a common theme in these stories. These two guys were transporting weed from California to Montana. Right? Okay. Somewhere along the way, they got a little paranoid and thought undercover cops were following them. Okay. Naturally. You know who they called for help? Who? 911. <laughs> these guys call 911. They, they, they also needed... They also needed to be protected and served. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, it's insane. Officer, officer. Yes, how can I help you? What seems to be the problem? There's officers following me. There's police following me. Excuse me, sir. You have called the police? Really? What number did I dial? <laughs> <laughs> like, that's completely what just went through my head. <laughs> Absolutely. It's insane. Between California and Montana, they ended up in Idaho. The Rexburg police said they weren't aware of any undercover cops that were following anyone. <laughs> These guys give Rexburg police their location. Right. You know what I mean? The guy, well, they want to make sure they're safe. Right. Where are you? Right. We'll, we'll sell, we, we will send help. So after uh, the two men reported their location, they were caught with 20 pounds uh, of weed. So it's safe to say that that weed was for recreational use. I think they were using it and smoking it, getting paranoid. <laughs> hey, you know, drug, yeah, drugs will no do something There's no way they to were you. distributing that, making phone calls like that at all. You know, I'm not an expert, but you know, that makes no sense. So you like books, right? You like you re- you read a lot of novels and stuff, right? Yep. Okay, so uh, there's this book out there called Amok. A M O K. Okay. Uh, written by Christian Bala. So Christian Bala wrote this book, and uh, it was a murder mystery. Um, okay. Sometimes those are good. The difference between normal murder mysteries and this one, this one was written with all the details of a murder. Kind of like 23. I don't know what that is. What's... It's a Jim Carrey movie, so you know I've seen it. Okay. I didn't. I don't. Okay. I don't watch movies. All right. Let me, for everyone who doesn't watch movies along with. Joey, 23 is a movie about Jim Carrey's wife coming across this book about a murder. Jim Carrey reads this book. Turns out that, uh, spoiler alert, spoiler alert, he reads this book and some of the stuff in the story seems true to him, seems real to him. Long story short, it's a murder. 
something somewhere down the line someone actually committed. Not too much of a spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> the similarities led the police to investigate further, discovering connections between Bala and the victim, including the fact that the victim was romantically involved with Bala's ex-wife. So is the victim a male or a female? You know what? doesn't even matter. <laughs> <laughs> it was a bestseller in 2003. So he made money on a murder he committed. Yes. Smart. You know, eh, you know what? That's neither here or there. Moving on. A New Jersey man named Daniel Pratt got pulled over on New Year's Eve after he almost ran into a canine unit. Almost so- ran into the car. So he was must have been driving and drinking, you know, being New Year's Yeah, Eve. it was New Year's Eve, and he tells... Not saying that that's okay, just... Yeah, we're, we're we not... We get it. No, I'm, I'm, I'm totally against uh, drunk driving. Mm-hmm, 100%. Um, he gets pulled over after almost hitting this canine unit, and in his own defense, he tells the police officer, Hey, you know, it's New Year's Eve, everybody's <laughs> drinking. <laughs> No, it was not. Yep, that was, that was not his defense. That was his defense. Holy shit. <laughs> hey, come on, man. Let me go. Everybody's drinking tonight. I'm sorry I almost smashed into you and your dog. He did not say dog like that. No, this is me. Oh, okay, because I was about to say bury him under the jail. Pet lover, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of DUIs and drunk people. Oh, yes. Ladies and gentlemen, listen up. So, last night, we are recording we just finished up uh sophia is still in the uh editing phase sophia is still downstairs editing i'm like hey you know it's late i'm gonna go let the dogs out so occasionally we get high winds here and branches fall and stuff we got a ton of trees out back i hear a big boom sounds loud like something like a explosion yeah, Put it that so, way. It so sounded like you an were closer to the front of the house. Right. I was towards the back of the house. So it sounded a little, it sounded different. Mm-hmm. I'm like looking for branches or whatever. The dogs are barking at something out front. And then I start to hear other crunching sounds. I'm like, what is that? It sounds like a trash truck. Right. <laughs> By that time, I, I was already upstairs going to go investigate the sound. And all the lights were off. So I thought, you know. Typically, when we hear noise out front, we turn the lights off and then look out the windows. Nobody can see us <laughs> sneaking and looking out the window. I know all you done did that too, but um, you know, I didn't see anything. But something looked kind of funky behind the the work truck. Yeah, I bring the work van home because uh, I travel locally too, as well to customers' facilities to install machines and fix their machines. So I have it parked out. Out front, our neighbor across the street comes running out, and uh, she's waving to me. She said, hey, someone someone just hit your van. I'm like, what? I, I didn't think, I didn't really think too much of it. Right. Like, Mind you, we live in a very, very quiet neighborhood. There's nothing happens here. Nothing happens here. Like, the, it's very quiet. We have police that patrol every couple of hours. In our neighborhood, it's a lot of elderly people that live around us. So it's it's a very quiet neighborhood. Our streets are very wide. Just the FYI, so you have a little bit of visual. Our streets are very wide. Yeah, like you could probably drive four cars side by side along our street. I go out, I look at the van, it is 
demolished. Like, the back end of it is pushed in. I'm like, oh, my God, are you serious? Why? (laughs) Why? Exactly. Like, she didn't just push the whole, like, bumper and left side of the van in. She hit the van. Mind you, how how many times? We're going to get to telling uh, how we know it was a she. Right, 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 right. But how how much do you think this van weighs? It's not a small van. It's a really big industrial van. Yeah, it's a big Nissan van. Like yeah, it's it's huge and it has like uh, shelves on the inside of the van. She hit this van so hard that she moved the van from the parking spot up almost into the car in front of them and knocked everything off the shelves on the inside of the car yeah there's tools and machine parts everywhere not only that pieces of the van and pieces of her vehicle Mm -hmm. so this is how we know it was a she and this is where we dive into america's dumbest criminals (laughs) (laughs) so at this point i'm livid i take my wife's car and i start scouring the neighborhood for because she couldn't have gotten far right. at this point. I get in the car and I turn left. Right. And while he turns left, the lady went right. Mm-hmm. So I'm standing outside on the phone with 911, giving them the description of the car, put the neighbor on the phone so she can tell them the description of the other person's car because she actually saw the car as it was pulling off. So she got a look of the color of the car. And a slight glimpse of the driver, but wasn't too sure. So as we're standing outside, right after Joey pulls off, the neighbor, maybe five or six doors down from it. Mind you, this is like 12 o'clock at night. So this is how hard she hit the back of the van. She totaled the right side of her car. It was so messed up that she blew the tire and something must have been hanging off the front because she's dragging it and you the rim is hitting the ground and the dragon sound of the rest of the car. So neighbors are coming out the house to see what the sound is. So as I'm on the phone talking to the neighbor, there's another neighbor down the street yelling, she's right there, she's right there. So I'm telling the cops on the phone, hurry up and get here. She's down the street. So the neighbor down the street that was closest to her goes to see if she was okay or find out what's going on. And he seen it was a female. As he went to tap on the window, she pulled off. So by that time, the police officer rounded the corner. We stop him. We said, hurry up. Go, go, go. She's driving. You can hear the car. As he starts to drive, the same neighbor that knocked on her window stops the cop to talk to the cop. So we're telling him, stop talking, because now at this point, me and the neighbor across the street, we can hear the rummaging of the rim hitting the ground and dragging. We can hear everything from the next block over. That's how loud it was. So he pulls off from the neighbor down the street, and we're standing out there, you know, talking and trying to figure out how the heck could this possibly happen the neighbor from down the street comes up and he says i think she was intoxicated he was like she looked out of it i don't know if it was from her hitting but i think she was intoxicated by this time i'm trying to call joey he's not answering (laughs) i'm like hoping that he's okay and the cop comes back from the opposite direction and goes which way does she go (laughs) me and 
me and a neighbor across the street look at each other like, are you kidding me? And he was like, yeah, I was on my way and I got stopped by four other neighbors that are coming outside because she it's so loud. So we said, when you turned the corner, it sounded like she was on the other side of the block turning the other corner. So at that point, he drove off and then Joey came back. And then that's when you were like, you know, I, I start giving you all the information on what was going on. Yeah, so uh, she didn't get very far. She got around the corner and back around the corner. She came back up our way and parked the car the same way I left. Mm-hmm. She parked the car, I think, 50 yards away and ran. She got out of the car and ran. And Here's you- where it gets dumb. <laughs> so this lady leaves her cell phone. In the passenger seat. In the passenger seat. <laughs> her work information in the back seat. <laughs> her current work. Current. <laughs> Mind you, we were just explaining to our 16-year-old who said, man, if that was me, I would not have stayed. I would have ditched the car, grabbed the license plate, and ran off. And me and Joey are like, well, you know, even if you do that, you can still get a track. He's like, how? And Joey explains. The VIN number. You're going to get caught. So, let's get on that subject of that smart criminal, too, as well. He's <laughs> not really a criminal, but this is a... Our son is a, a typical teenager. How about we just put it that way? He's a typical teenager. You know, they press the boundaries of what they can and can't do. He, he's a habitual line stepper. Let's put that. <laughs> put it that way. He, he's a habitual that's line the, stepper. Just to put it lightly. So, our son, two years ago... I went to his room to go check on him about 630 in the morning. He wasn't there. And, you know, I'm, I look around the rest of the house. I check the garage, check the shed. He's not there. Long story short, he decided to dip off to go to somebody's house. He called my cousin to come and get him. He comes back. He gets put on punishment for like half the year. <laughs> it was a long time. Yeah. And, and that we thought that was the end of it. You know, you sneak out, you get caught. Don't worry about it. So the very beginning of this year when we had that big snowstorm on the East Coast, there's like, I don't know how much snow, but it was enough to get footprints in. Oddly enough, Joey comes home from work. There's no footprints in the snow. No, I was leaving for work. It, it was There was fresh snow. Mm-hmm. When Joey came home from work, there was no trails of snow in the grass, nothing. Only on the sidewalk where people were walking. We shoveled our snow, so there was nothing there. I actually went out and did grocery shopping, so I had a chance to look at the ground. The kids were acting really odd that night. They were covering for each other. They were, yeah. You know, I respect the camaraderie between them, you know, looking out for siblings. I respect that. However, (laughs) Joey called it. He said, something's up. I said, no, they're just, you know, they're just having fun there, being goofballs. I, I, I told, listen. He called it. Listen, I used to get all kinds of shit <laughs> when I was their age. I used to be in the shit. Like, I told them all the time, like, I've been in these streets way before you have. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I don't sound like it, but I've been there. So I know. I knew something was up the night before. Like, they're up to something. And, you know, he leaves out early in the morning. And he came and got me that morning. He said, I told you. I told you. I said, told me what was happening. I grabbed my robe, I go to the door, and there's footprints in the snow. 
leading from his window out to the sidewalk and then dipping off into the street. So I immediately go in his room and I said, hey, uh, what's going on with the footprints from your window? And he says, well, you know, I got out of school uh, yesterday and my I got off on at the bus on one side and my friend got off the bus on the other side and we decided to meet at the house. I said, so who walked up to the window and why? He said, my friend walked up to the window. He didn't see me, so he was peeking in my window to see if I was here. Lies. (laughs) There was also footprints (laughs) on the wall going up into the, as if he crawled out and then crawled back in. Yeah, so leading up to that, he actually, he told me that story. I told him I didn't believe him. He said, no, I'm serious, I'm serious, I'm telling the truth, blah, 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 blah. So I said, you know what? You know, women, we have that extra investigative feeling within us. So something said, because obviously he missed the bus. Him missing the bus means that I have to get up and go take him to school. As I'm walking out the door, something said, go investigate the wind. So I walked over. I look at the window and Mother Nature in her beauty. When I tell you, she said, oh, I got your evidence right here, girl. Bring out your camera. There is a footprint. Frozen salad <laughs> on the wall, going up the wall to his window. I took a picture. I got in the car and I said, so uh, you want to tell me the truth now or do you want to wait until after you're off of punishment next year? <laughs> <laughs> Needless to say, he, he finally told the truth. I was like, look, I got a picture. Mother Nature snitched you out, bruh. Like, <laughs> yeah, we 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 took all his shit, all of it. <laughs> every last thing. Every all, la- all he had was a was a spoon and a bowl left. <laughs> you can eat and breathe in here. That's all you can do. Basically, like that's so stupid. If you're going to sneak out, you know, at least like wait until everybody sleep. Go out the front door where it's shoveled. <laughs> yeah. Don't don't. Don't go and travel in the snow and then come back. It was cold that night. It had to have been freezing at night to leave the footprint up the wall. He could have just walked out the front door. He could have. You know what? I hope my mom listens to this right now because she told me back in the day when I was doing all my crazy shit, one day you're going to have kids and you're going to go through 10 times worse shit. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. You know, back then you blow that stuff mm-hmm. off. I'm sorry, mom. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I snuck out the house. I'm sorry. I smoked weed. I'm sorry. I got drunk. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Like, this is the worst. I, like, I just think about all the stuff I used to put my mom through. It's, That's insane. Boom. And my mom only had me. We got five. <laughs> we got five of them. I know. I was a good kid. I didn't do nothing. I, I, I read books all the time. I got good grades in school. I mean, the only thing I used to get in trouble for was the boys. Mm. Mm. <laughs> Shut up. Speaking of that, right? My mom, I used to never listen to her back in the day, right? You know, just like the kids do with us. Like, we try and give them advice and they don't listen. Exactly. So, speaking of uh, the opposite sex, so every time I would bring a girl home to meet my mom, right? Mm-hmm. My mom, would, she wouldn't say nothing, right? She'd be real nice to them. Super nice. But when they left, <laughs> yo, when I tell you my mom can talk some shit, 
<laughs> yo. I heard your mom talk some yo, shit. Yo, my mom would talk some shit. Not play. Like, <laughs> like she, but she had that intuition. Like she knew who was for me, who wasn't for me, blah, 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 and all that other good it's, stuff. It's and, a mom thing. It's Because my mom was the same way. She told me, uh-uh, mm-mm, I don't want him over here no more. And, yeah. and, and why? I, I don't need to tell you why. I'm like, but mama, I love her. <laughs> She'd be like, no, nah, she's, she, she's stupid. She's dumb. <laughs> and she's ugly. Don't bring her back here. Not in those words, but yeah. that's what she meant. <laughs> yeah, my mom was the same way. She she was a bit much when it came down to criticism. She didn't have a, a filter in the, in the world. <laughs> Not at all. And she would tell him to his face, why are you here? Like, <laughs> Damn. No. The worst was my dad. I was going on a date, and I had the guy come to my house. Mind you, I was like 18, so I was was old enough at the time to do what I wanted. And the guy was 23. My dad asked him, how old are you? And he goes, 23. He said, what the hell are you doing in my date? Get get out. Get out. Get the... He was a sailor. I ain't going to say everything he said because we don't want it to be too explicit on our channel. But needless to say, I never seen that man again. <laughs> I respect that. I respect that. I do the, I do the same stuff now. <laughs> yeah, the girls don't like it. They don't like it. Good. They're allowed to date when they're 40. <laughs> well, that's all we have for our Dumbest Criminal episode. I'd like to thank you guys. Yeah, thank you guys. Like this was this is great. This was, yeah, this was fun. This was fun. I like it. We say that after every episode because they they are fun. We do have a lot of fun. <laughs> so if you ever want to come on and and have fun with us and chat about some of your stories, feel free to send us a message or send us an email and let's get to chatting. Thank you for tuning in to Holland's Corner.